grace and mercy and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for today comes Romans chapter 12. Let love be genuine. This is the text. Dear friends in Christ, so go ahead. Let your love be genuine. Let your love be without hypocrisy. Let your love be sincere. If Paul's statement, let your love be genuine, makes you squirm a little bit, then you are in the same boat as me. This is the imperative of God. God says, do this. God says, love. And as a sinner, it doesn't take long for me to ask the question, well, okay, God, but what does that look like? Paul is quick to follow up his statement, let love be genuine, with these things to do to make love true. Paul says, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Well, what is good? Well, God is good and the law of God is good. Jesus, when called good rabbi by the rich young ruler, responds, why do you call me good? Who is good but God alone? So we know that God is good and we know his law is good. In the gospel lesson from John, Jesus says, if you keep my commands, you will abide in my love. God is good, his commands are good, and if you keep them, well, that's being good. Paul doesn't stop there, though. He says genuine love not only loves what is good, but we should try to outdo each other in showing honor. We should be zealous in our service to the Lord. This may sound much like Jesus' own command when he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Love like this would certainly be more palatable if Paul would stop at this imperative, if he would stop after this, contribute to the needs of the saints, and seek to show hospitality. Well, we're God's saints, and we all like each other well enough, so we're not hard to be hospitable to amongst each other and here in the church. But Paul carries on, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them. Lord, you're asking me to bless those who persecute me or my friends or my family or my church. Oh, it gets better. Paul says, rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty. Associate with the, the lowly. Then he says, never be conceited. Well, never be conceited is easy enough. I have never been conceited. <laughs> Except for just now when I said I've never been conceited. He says, repay no evil for evil. Give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, insofar as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, Paul says, if your enemy's hungry, you feed him. If he's thirsty, you give him something to drink. For in doing so, you will heap burning coals upon his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And that, dear friends, is what genuine love looks like, and that is why I squirm. For I am more inclined to repay evil for evil, to wage war on those who lay a trap for me, to avenge what I perceive is a wrongdoing. And when I see my enemy parched or starving, sometimes I say, well, you got what you deserved. In my sin, I don't want to heap burning coals upon my enemy's head by doing good, but to take his head by force or cunning 
and to let evil guide my heart and my actions rather than ever try to overcome evil with good. This is the problem with love, or more specifically with me. I don't do it. I may be able to love as the world defines love, be it romantically or even with affection, or it is most commonly defined as mutual interaction. You scratch my back and I'll scratch yours, but you go first. But never, like Paul says, this way. Paul says love is, if you ignore me, I'll not ignore you. If you steal from me, I'll give to you. If you sully my reputation, I will defend yours and speak well of you. If you cheat on me, I will remain true. If you hurt me, I will be kind to you. If you go to kill me, I will speak of the goodness of God as you plant the spear into my flesh. Jesus says in today's gospel, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Dear friends, my heart is faint within me, for I cannot love as the Lord bids me do. Lord, I cannot. What hope is there for me? Jesus says right after this, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. He says, greater love has no one than this, that someone lays down his life for his friends. It is in the actions of God that the great love of God is revealed. God's love is not a feeling toward us, but his actions toward us in that, while we were still powerless, enemies and rebels against God, while we clung to our idols and our pettiness, while we squabble over the scraps of creation, while we hoard our wealth and ignore both God and men, Christ came and died for us. God's love is the action of sending his own son in the flesh at Christmas to live and to bleed and to die for our sins of lovelessness. Here is a love that we will never understand, that God loved us so much that he gave his own precious son into the flesh to be betrayed into the hands of men, to be nailed down and lifted up on the cross to pay for our sins. There is nothing that you can do to make God love you less and there's nothing you can do to make God love you more. For God is the source of his own love. And in Christ, his love leads unto life everlasting. Today's theme is the king shall come to bring us love. God does not come to demand our love, but to bring us his love. And what does love look like? It looks like Jesus outstretched on the cross, bleeding and dying for a world that did not care. You see, when we ignore him, he chases us. When we steal from him, he pours blessings out upon us. When we sully his reputation, he defends us. When we cheat on him, he remains true. When we are unkind to our fellow man, he is kind to us. When we drove the spear into his flesh, he had already spoken the words of grace. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And these words, it is finished. Dear friends, it is finished. God's love is genuine and has worked for you the forgiveness of all of your sins and has won for you life everlasting. Merry Christmas. 
Amen. And now let us pray. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in and through Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. At Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking, or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages. Please join us. For more information, you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com, call us at 780-430-7382, or email me at pastor at riverbendlutheran.com. Better yet, stop in for a visit. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace.